Hi, welcome to the Happiness Hive podcast. I'm Catherine Bowyer and I am completely fascinated by people and what motivates them. I've spent the past three and a half decades specialising in mindset and human behaviour and I've helped thousands of people to create happy and amazing lives. And now I am super excited to be chatting with women from around the world who I have secret and to be honest, not so secret crushes on. They're women who inspire me. I'm intrigued as to how they do life and what makes them tick. I want to find out their magic formula that makes them who they are. And at the end of the episode, I'd love for you to say, I'd like a little bit of what she's having. The conversations are real and raw. They're full of passion, inspiration and lots of fun. And nothing is off limits. So grab yourself a cuppa or pop on your trackie and go for a walk and join us for today's chat. There may just be that pearl of wisdom you need to hear. So let's shimmy on over and get started. Today's chat is going to be full of vibrant, sparkly energy. I've met a glitter soul sister and I'm really looking forward to finding out how she does life. <laughs> Jen Bowers is my guest today and she is a champagne sipping, coffee addicted, colourful and crazy cat lady. She's obsessed with her cats, vibrant colours, flamingos, coffee, champagne, candles, positivity, reading and spreading joy wherever she goes. Jen has over three decades of experience as a brand joy coach and strategist, and she's on a mission to empower women over 40 to create sustainable brands and live their lives in full of colour. She's the ultimate advocate for those who are ready to step into their greatness and unleash their true potential. Oh my gosh, Jen, a true kindred spirit. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Catherine. I'm so excited to be here because yes, kindred <laughs> sister from another mother, like with all the colours. Not often I jump on and go, I feel like I've got not got enough colour on. <laughs> So for those of you that are listening, <laughs> you can pop over to the YouTube channel and have a look at us. Jen has got beautiful, just colour. You, you just exude colour. And I've got my high contrast orange and pink on today. So we're sort of a clash or a complement of colours. They complement. And orange and pink is actually one of my favourite combos. They're my brand colours as well. I love them. It's interesting They've been, I've loved them. And I was remembering back to my family home in the 70s that had high contrast pink and orange flowers over the wall. And I didn't kind of make, and, and I've got other things that are high contrast pink and orange. And then they've come into my brand colors. And I didn't consciously think about that, but obviously they're there. They're there. 100%. I love that going back because we're just about to do renos on our house. Are you? Yeah. And it's mid-century modern. Very, I love Palm Springs, mm. very Palm Springs focused flamingos, but the wallpaper is pink and orange. Oh my gosh. Seriously? Yeah. Like really vibey, bright living areas are going to be like bright pink, orange, lime green, oh. very much that, you know, Palm Springs, bright, fun vibe in the living areas. I can't wait because it's a it's a very different Reno, which I suppose, you know, I guess I'm a little bit different in a lot of ways, but I don't cook particularly. I bake. I like to bake because that's fun and 
it gives, brings me joy and, you know, you make things that look pretty. So we're actually having like, it's, I guess it's a butler's pantry, but it's not really a butler's, butler's pantry. It's the functional end of the kitchen is down one end. And when we entertain, the doors close and the kitchen turns into a bar. Oh, nice. So it's literally got the shelving at the back. It's got the big sink where you can put all the champagne. It literally turns in a bar. It's going to light up. And then we're not having a dining table like a traditional dining table. We're having three, four seaters. So it will be literally like, you know, in a bar or a restaurant. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like like my sort of... I don't cook like I cooking and me I just missed out on that yeah, I'm like, I think I must have been talking in that line when they were handing out domestic stuff uh-huh. I missed out oh, on that completely we definitely are sisters then yeah yes <laughs> I noticed you you got yourself a new kitchen aid thing like I yeah I did because I I'm in this baking membership oh my god really? <laughs> well, that's one of it is a it is a friend of mine and yeah. I'm like I really liked this and it was re- actually the funniest thing I must tell you this story yeah you do it the funniest thing was you know when my friends and family were tasting these bickies they're like so did you make these I'm like yes they're like but did you even make the dough I'm like yes they're like these are really good I'm like yeah, you have little faith. <laughs> Do you know, I get that all the time. I'm I'm on a experiment at the moment. I'm learning to bake sourdough. And okay. baking, I don't, baking's hard. My brain works differently. So when I'm in this space, in this zone at the moment, everything flows and is easy. Baking, it's like my brain stops and the cogs work differently. So I'm actually setting myself a challenge to help learn to bake sourdough yeah. but it's also about helping create some new neural pathways that my brain can flow a little bit and it's my, the sourdough still shit I, st- I haven't mastered that but I've noticed my brain's changing it's really interesting you say that this is a, again a different we do digress yeah, but yeah. we went out for lunch for our granddaughter's birthday on Sunday she's eight and we were doing the you know, remember that? You need to explain that to the people listening. Right, okay, yeah. This is I, a, I, this is a, yeah, actually, yeah. that's right. I don't hand know, clapping. Hand I don't clapping. even know what it's called, but, you know, you clap hands together and you... At different angles. At different angles and, and then you go against each other and then yeah. you clap. Yeah. I had forgotten how to do that and it actually took me quite a long time. Like I could do one, but trying to figure out and get my brain to flip it. Now that's, yeah, this is going to be a bit hard for people to visualize to visualize but it was literally changing the neural pathways of what my hands expect to do do you know what that's interesting because i i find that coordination stuff quite challenging i think i'm going to even any sort of following dance like cooking and dancing are not my thing coordination so i might even add a coordination activity we did that with our daughter when she was had some learning difficulties that right, left, right brain hemisphere crossover. really good. And by the end of it, I was going great guns. But, you know, I really had to stop and think. Yeah. And Arabella, bless her, goes, okay, well, this is a really easy way to do it. This is my step-granddaughter, so yeah. Annie Jen. And we're doing it with just our, our fingers. Our fingers. It's really easy. And then we move to the hands. I'm like, I got this, girlfriend. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's, that's interesting. I'm going to go back. Like, we might even dip back into it. Jen, tell us, what stage of life are you at? Right. So the, the listeners can get a bit of a context about where, where you're at in life. So I am beautifully celebrating midlife. I'm 55 years old. 
I have a 25-year-old daughter that is mine and I have three stepsons and we have five grandchildren with the stepsons. Wow. We just love to live our best lives. We enjoy life. We live life in full color. I adore what I do for work. So yeah, 55, celebrating midlife. Yeah, I love that. And then a couple of the guests, like the guests on the podcast are all ages. Recently, there have been women in that same demographic celebrating midlife and loving it. I love hearing that. I'm in that same that same space as well. I'm 57. So I'm a couple of birthdays ahead, but loving life at the moment. Has life always been like that for you? Not at all. Not at all. And that's why I celebrate it so much now, because I realized that I missed out on so much life in the past when I was trying to be somebody that I simply was not. I was trying. Tell me more. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me. Okay. So I've got a quote that's sitting above my desk and I will read it to you because I feel like this quote just says exactly what my journey has been over the last few years. Maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that really isn't you. So you can be who you're meant to be in the first place. It's a very powerful quote. It gives me all the feels every time. I've got goosebumps. I've got absolute goosebumps. And my journey over the last few years has been unbecoming everything I wasn't meant to be. So I can now be who I am now. And that's, you know, living my life in full color, wearing, having pink hair, you know, like I was like, oh, 55-year-old pink hair. But actually I got it. I first got it done when I was, I think, 51. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm too old. And my hairdresser, bless her, who's 65, says, you know what? You can you can get it done. And if you don't like it, we can easily go back. We can just cover it. Yeah. I loved it. I looked and went, oh, my gosh. Actually, for those, you have to pop onto YouTube, Jen's, like it's vibrant pink. It's it's vibrant pink. And I just, I love it. And I feel like I will be Iris Apfel with pink hair. <laughs> not that you can see for those that pop on YouTube. I have these beautiful green glasses that I could not find this morning. You can find them, um, yeah. But they will turn up, no doubt, yeah. when I don't need them. So, yeah. yeah, it's not always been like that. And it was literally, I will, I guess uh, there's a number of things that yeah. flipped it for me. I think I was made redundant in 2020 from my very safe corporate brand design job. Thank you, COVID. Mm-hmm. And I was very lucky that I was, that I had a side hustle at the time and I was working with business coaches and they encouraged me to step into my power and help women with all the knowledge that I have about branding because I'm like, what am I going to do? My gosh, my life is ending, you know? And so I did that and I'm so blessed because, you know, I just love what I do. I love helping women shine. I love helping them rise. And my mission for my branding business is to help women in the early stage of business craft a business that will allow them to become a flamingo in a flock of seagulls when life isn't the fairy tale that we always thought it should be or would be. So, you know, life does send us, you know, twists and roundabouts. And I mean, I can even go back, you know, 18 years to when I was divorced, but that's, we can talk about that later if you like. <laughs> we don't have to, that's another story. Yeah. So yeah, it, I was black, felt invisible, wore black all the time, you know, trying to be who I thought I should be at my age. And the word should is pretty much banned from my vocabulary now because yeah. I never want to try and do something that I think I should do. Yeah. So I learned my brand personality, being a brand strategist, coach, I'm the creator magician that 
gave me permission to step into my colorfulness and my my creativity. And then in 2022, I joined another mastermind and I just felt a big, I work, I invest a lot in my business and in myself. I'm very much about that because I teach others and I feel like, you know, if I'm if I'm expecting them to invest in their business, I need to invest as well. And I love that. You know, business doesn't come naturally to me. It certainly does not come naturally to this scatterbrain here. I can come up with all the ideas, but implementing them and knowing how to do them is a different kettle of fish. Yeah. So I invest in that. And I started working with Anita. And the first call we had, she talked about suggestive language. And for those of you that don't know what suggestive language is, this is a great analogy that she used and it just made my life make complete sense then. It's when you're being introduced as a child, for example, you might, the parents might introduce this as such and such, they're the loud one. This is such and such, they're the, they're the shy one. Now, that child might not be shy, but because they grow up thinking they're shy, they refer to themselves as the shy one. Now, my mum, bless her, was a teeny tiny ballet dancer and she had a four kilo baby. She was 47 <laughs> kilos. So, you know, it was the little mother with the big baby and this was never done with malice. This was mm. never done to bring me down. This was done, you know, as, as a care thing and also, you know, remembering the generational differences, you know, big generational differences, yeah. but it was always oh, you're a bit big to wear that, Jen. You know, you're very, you're too loud. Why Why are you so flamboyant? You know, you should always wear black. It's so flattering. And that was my upbringing. And, you know, even to getting into a swimsuit, being in a photo with my daughter, I didn't want to do any of those things. So really, I was not living life. It was just being lived, like I was existing. And when Anita mentioned that my whole, my brain exploded. It wasn't just like an epiphany. It was a brain explosion that I went, oh my God, this has been my whole life. Mm. I have wasted. So I actually got off the phone and sobbed Mm. like off this call because I'm just like, I've wasted so much time. And then I spent last year actually on this, you know, self-discovery, self-awareness journey, you know, to bring, well, to bring back my pink. And yeah, it, it was tough. It's tough. It still is tough. I love wearing colour and, you know, I don't think about the fact that I'm plus size now, you know. I, I think about what I think about is the joy that wearing all this colour brings to other people because I get so many comments on it. Mm. People come up all the time and are like, oh, my gosh, I love your dress. You're so colourful. You know, it's fantastic. And I'm like, wow, I, I never thought of it as being like that. But I, I bring, I, I guess the colour brings joy and we're mm. so defined as to what we think we should be Mm. that we don't let ourselves be who we were meant to be in the first place Mm. oh my gosh there's so much there I've just been sorry that was such a long that was that was (laughs) that was really powerful and I think it's about that there are some changes that have happened in your life when you were talking about being made redundant so that was some changes that were out of your control and then how do you respond to it and it's very very natural to go oh my god like what what does this mean for life? But you were able to then pivot like lots of people did. (laughs) I think that was the word of the the year, pivoting. Yeah. Yeah. So you were able to pivot and then that helped you to really rediscover your passion in your business 
in a different light. So it opened up some opportunities. I'm like you too. I invest in myself, but also my business to be able to grow and evolve and learn to do things. I mean, I'm not the expert at a lot of things. So I go to the experts who are to help me so that, you know, and it's about how you, how you respond to changes and what you can control and what you can't. And what you were mentioning there too, Jen, about that suggestive language, that it's about that conditioning when we grow up and people, some people do it out of malice. Quite often it's not out of malice. It's, it's about people, we take on messages, like messages are really powerful, the positive and the negative, and we Mm -hmm. take them on. And if we hear them, we then hear them a lot we sometimes believe a lot of those things and then we live our life. So what you were sort of saying is that through your life experience, that it wasn't okay to be who you were, or that's the message that you took away. And that's very common for a lot of women that it's not okay. And men too, Yeah, that it's not okay. I'm not good enough. When I do my coaching, a lot of it boils down to, I don't feel good enough to, it's not okay for me to show up how I really want to show up. And also a lot of people don't even know how they want to show up because the conditioning has been, it's just murky and blurry and it's about how do you reconnect? So I'm going to go back and and pick your brains a little bit more there. But it's also about when you said about your branding personality, that that gave you permission to step into who you really are and embrace that. So Tell us a, a little bit, and I know it's quite a, a complex thing, but the branding personality. So you're the creative magician. I am. Yeah. So there are 12 archetypes yeah. or personalities yeah. that, that, you know, your brand could be. Yeah. And this is not just something I made up. This is no, something no, no, this yeah, is, that yeah. psychologist Carl Jung yeah. developed yeah. back in the 60s. And what it does, you know, is every brand does have a personality yeah. and what knowing your personality does is it really defines who you are, who your brand is, yeah. um, the messaging, your voice, even down to your target market. I work with helping women build their brand foundations. Yeah. And to me, this is the number one brick yeah. in the foundation because what it does, it gives you direction as well. You know, so often we see new businesses going from here to here to here and, you know, literally they're throwing spaghetti at a wall and, and hoping it sticks, basically. But when you have your personality, you know, you know who you are, you know how to speak, you know, you know your tone of voice. As a creative magician, I have quite a casual tone of voice. It's like speaking to a friend. So when I'm teaching my ladies, it is literally like I want them to think like I'm their friend. And what it, yeah, it really gives you that permission to lean into who you are. So for me as a creator, you know, creators are colourful, innovative, imaginative, you know, expressive, and that is very me. But as a magician, and I'm very very lucky, I have two personalities, I'm also empowering and transformative and inspiring, and I create change. And I create clarity from confusion, and that's what I do for my ladies. So I am very different from a lot of other brand strategists out there because, as I say, I'm a brand joy coach, and my belief is that if you don't have joy in your brand, what's the point? Yeah. If it doesn't spark joy, don't do it. I know why we're (laughs) we're, we're, we're preaching from the same, you know, the same 
thing that we preach from because I'm the same. Like happiness is the foundation yes. that it's about ultimately feeling that bliss in our life. And you and I are doing the same thing, but we're doing it through different medium. Exactly. We're doing it through the, the, the branding personality that's really opening up to helping people to understand who they are and how to express themselves and take ownership of that it's, as well. It's like when they when they find out who they are, they go, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. This is who I'm meant to be. You know, this I'm now, I can step into my power. Yeah. Everything makes sense. And I love that. Like it is so exciting for me to see that. And back to the brand joy, the thing is, you know, life is short. I know that's a cliched saying, but life is short. We don't want to spend our time working at something we don't love. Yeah retire and die. And I'm going to be honest and say that is what happened to my dad. Mind you, my dad actually owned a, a fairly big business and then he retired and then he went into renovating pools. I don't know why. And he loved that. But, you know, he passed when he was 57. Life was literally just beginning for him, for him and mum to travel and do all these things and it was cut short. So for me, it's very important to do what I love. Same, same, same. And, and I do the same with women helping them. So you're talking about the the brand joy strategy i guess i work with people about who are they and at their core and you were talking about that the personal brand is their foundation brick yeah i think it's the same in personal life when you know who yes. you are and love who you are and embrace who you are and be who you are so it's, for me it's a bit of an iterative process to be able to step into really owning who you are and it's, it's often we wait till shit happens in life to go, oh, my God, I need to do, do that. Do it. Do it. Do it. Just do it. It's, <laughs> it's it's most, it really is fascinating because my branding course, a full amazing brand Kickstarter course, started off as a branding course. It's actually become something quite, it's still a branding course, but, you know, my, one of my last ladies said, this course has changed my life. Yeah. Another one said, this course has given me a voice with my husband yeah. because I guess it's me teaching and I'm so passionate about women being who they should be. Not should. Oh, my God. I said should. Who they're meant to be. Yeah. I'm so passionate about it. I weave that into everything I teach. I also do have a mindset component in that course that is taught by a women's empowerment coach because the without the right mindset, we cannot. We'll get to a certain stage in our business but we plateau out. We can't move forward. So oh, we I need see to that discover ourselves. Yeah, you I would. See, yeah. We need to discover ourselves and who we are before we can then move into the business. And that's when my business really flew high was when I was very confident and comfortable being who I am. Yeah. And, you know, I, I find that a lot too with women just in life generally when they're comfortable and confident. That, that's where I go to. I really mm. want women to feel comfortable and confident to be who it is that they want to be. And I'm very, very conscious too. Like you and I are here in our colourful glory. That's our personality. Yes. That That is, and it's not my personality every day, but you and I show up very comfortably in that space. That's not for everybody though. No. Others are, are not, just because we're saying, you know, live a colourful, vibrant life. For other people, it's much more of a subdued, peaceful tranquil like my office surrounds 
are not vibrant at all because I mm. need that space where it is much more tranquil for me to be in a thinking space and a working space. And so not everything is bright and vibrant. Mm. And I just wanted to make that because I know I've had women saying to me and maybe even trying, and I'm really, please don't do this. Okay. <laughs> trying to emulate, no, not you, but others oh. trying to emulate me. And it's just like, no, 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 you do you. Yeah. I'll, I'll do me. And the way I do me is different. I show up differently. I, I show up differently. My energy is very I think I shared this on another podcast. It's I'm very free spirited and some days I will be really, really out there. And other days I will be very, very subdued. And that's how I know that's how I roll. I'm, I am exactly the same. Like some days I just want to stay in my reading corner with a cat on my lap, reading my book. Like I don't want to be, I don't want to be peopling because sometimes you just need that quiet time. But it's interesting, you know, talking about, you know, be who you want to be. My best friend, we've been friends since we were 12. Yeah. She's like my sister. She was black yeah. all the time. And yeah. that's what makes her happy. Yeah. So it's quite you know, funny when we black. go out. Yeah, I used to be, I like black. I like black. I like black. And there are days that I'll wear black when I, and it gives a very, very different vibe. But I like that, but I don't like it all the time. Whereas I used to, that used to kind of be my wardrobe. Well, I recently had a clean out. And I bagged up six massive garbage bags of black clothes to donate. Of course, I have three dresses left in black that I chose to keep. Yeah. I actually think, I don't know if you've had it. I I was a stylist for a while and I Ah, love I can tell. That all makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And it was about the same thing, just helping women to feel good about themselves through just understanding colours and style and how they present themselves. And it does enhance, I think it does. I was going to say something else around that. No, fuck, I don't know. I was going to say. Menopause brain. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) uh, There's going to be something like really, really profound, but no, it's gone. I do exactly the same. It's like you get diverted and it's really funny when I teach now, I have to have a script in front of me because (laughs) I'll be like, I get diverted. Oh, look, there's a flamingo flying by. And then I'm like, what was I talking about? I talking about? <laughs> Do you know, I think I did that before menopause. Well, <laughs> I think well. I did too, just quietly. You know, I'm very scattered brain. Probably part of that creative space as well. I think so. I yeah. think so. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about flamingos. What? Where is that? I'm just going to okay. completely tilt so, the conversation. I'm trying to think how it even started. But I used to, when I first came back into branding, it was about butterflies the transformation yes, of a butterfly, yeah. which I loved. Yeah. Then I always knew the quote, be a flamingo in a flock of pigeons. Yeah. And something just flipped me to flamingos. I'm like, they're pink. They're magnificent. They stand out, yeah. you know, and I went, oh, but I don't want to just be pigeons. So, you know, you're a 50, you're an 80s girl. You know, you probably remember the band, A Flock of Seagulls. So yeah. I made it my own yeah. by changing I Help Women Craft brands that are a flamingo in a flock of seagulls so all of my offerings now are about flamingos so I have the full flamingo and the flamazing brand kickstarter course and my new which has become like a you know I won't say it's a lifestyle thing but it's I don't know it's just me you know being out there talking to women you know over 45 saying you can live your best life you don't have to put your slippies on and be knitting 
that's called Bring Back Your Pink. And the reason the name for that is when flamingos are actively parenting and they're not looking after themselves and they're not eating properly and they're stressed, they lose their pink. Mm. They fade. And so mm. many of us fade in our 40s. The children are growing up. They're, they're getting to that, you know, they're getting very independent. And where they're just going, oh, right, I've been working, I've been looking after the kids. What is there for me now? And we're faded. And mm. I was faded. So I want to with bring back your pink. It's my mission, actually, to help every woman live a vibrant life. Yeah. Bring back their pink. And to know more to the point, they can do that. Yeah, yeah. They don't have to be what society has said we should yeah. be at that age. Yeah, I have slippers, but they've got flamingos on them. Yes. <laughs> I've got, yeah, I've got bright pink furry slippers. Yeah, I've got a few pairs of those. They can do whatever their version, but I think it's about the permission to be whoever they want to be. Exactly. And because as women, we are busy and the blokes too, but doing so much for everybody that we often forget ourselves. I see that very common with my girlfriends and women I work with, yes. that we're, we're so busy being there for everybody else that we slip by the wayside and we don't we invest do. in ourselves. And it's about really honouring who we are and the importance of who we are and taking time to time out for us is really important. And some women feel really, really lost. I certainly know in this demographic when they're you know, kids have left or something's happened in life and they're going, what's my purpose? Like what, who am I now that I don't have a, a title or something? So it's about who are we? Who are we? Who do we want to be? And let's, let's be that person. That's it. And I'm, for me, I guess what I want to talk about you know, in because I've got a, you know, I've got my podcast, Bring Back Your Pink. And what I do want to talk about on that too is the things that people don't necessarily talk about. I want to talk about sex after 50 yeah. because, I mean, heaven forbid we do such things, you know. Still, yes. um, yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> I want to talk about, you know, I've just bought the most amazing glitter eyeshadows. They're coming from Canada. Yeah. It's okay to wear glitter eyeshadow if you want. You know, yeah. drink that French champagne. Dance in the street if that's what you want. Yes. If that's what makes you feel comfortable. But I'm all about bringing them out. I want to talk. I do want to talk about, you know, the sex. I want to talk about, you know, the fact that also we move from looking after our children to often looking after our parents. Yeah. Things that aren't necessarily talked about yeah. for us. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be quite different. The podcast, mine is very new see where we go but the fact is I've been I guess I've been on this journey and also I'm in my second marriage as well and the first marriage is a whole different topic but I know that like relationships at this age can be amazing yeah they just can be so much fun and my husband and I I mean we argue we you know get on each other's nerves we drive each other crazy but we do live a life of joy yeah we have a and, great and, relationship yeah and it's about navigating the phase of life that we're going through. And those phases of life can be very, very different regardless of age. Like I've been working with a lot of young women recently. They're sort of going, oh, what do I actually want in life? What do I want? I don't think I ever thought about that when I was their age. 
but they're starting to think about and what am I prepared to you know settle for and what do I actually want for myself and being able to help them transition into to the phase that they're going through a lot of girlfriends of you know relationships have suddenly changed that they're not expecting it and how do they navigate that work changes and you know a whole lot of things so I find that we if we're really comfortable with who we are and what's important to us, it helps us to navigate those transitions more easily. It does. And talking about when you're just talking about the younger women, you know, we are also a role model for them to know that they can live. (laughs) Don't do what I did. No, but they can live the, you know, they can, they can flip and do something else. I'll use my daughter as an example. She studied four years of chiropractic and she got to the midway through that last year and she said, mum, I don't think this is what I want to do. And I'm like, don't tell me anything, new girlfriend, because I knew along this was not what you're meant to do, but you were doing what you thought you should do. And they need to experience that too. They do. But she's like, I've wasted so much time. And I said, no, Chelsea, you have not. You would have wasted time if you'd gone on and done the two more years of your master's if you'd practised for five years and then gone, oh, this is not what I want. She's so self-aware, bless her, at 20, well, what? so what, she's in a third year of occupational therapy, which is what my mum and I always said was going to be, we always knew that was her thing, but she did go to OT. She took a whole year off in 2020, COVID, and started her course in 2021. She's in her third year now. And, you know, she is that self-aware that at that age she could go, this is not what I want to do and I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, I was just, I was so proud of her. Yes. Having the strength of mind. Yeah. Go, no, I don't want to do it. I mean, it helps that I'm there going, you do what makes you happy because I'm always a believer and we've talked about this, joy in what you do. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, you know, she's she's a bright button, but she's gone from credits and passes to distinctions and high distinctions yeah. because she loves it. And that's what I find too, that when we find our joy in what we're doing, we tend to become better at that. When we're, when we're doing something we don't love, there always seems to be resistance. And it doesn't mean we can't do it, but there seems to be resistance. And so, you know, moving into that state of flow and ease and grace is, you know, what is it that sparks joy in you and and I don't know about you Jen but a lot of women I work with they've forgotten what sparks joy when I ask them that question what what brings you joy and they're like yeah I don't know well I I really don't know and then I let them sit with it and go well if you did know what what things kind of light you up and they're like oh actually I, I really like when I was making stuff and it's like oh okay what sort of things were you making Oh, actually, I really like doing pottery. I used to do pottery. Oh, actually, oh, yeah, I love. I'm going to go and join a community group. And so it's this process. Sometimes people know exactly. They go, yeah, of course, I know what I I love. Others, maybe not. They don't because they're so just trying to get through life. Yeah. Especially, you know, I mean, not that working for yourself is any bit of roses, no, <laughs> when you're working, you're working for someone else, you get up, you go to work, you come home, you know, whereas I, I guess we, we have chosen something that brings us joy. We get to live that every day, but when you're not, and I know I look back at my corporate career that I was in, 
you know, at this particular company for seven years, I was just getting up, going to work and coming home. And I'm now, I now call the day that I was made redundant my rebirth day. Yeah, perfect. Because it gave me back my life. It didn't seem it at the time, but now I look at it and go, yes, if I was still there, I would not be who I am now. No, and it's looking at those opportunities, isn't it? And the gift, and sometimes we don't see the gift at the time or the lesson at the time, but my whole career, I I fell into it, although I didn't realise the path that was unfolding. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love it. I know a lot of people in their careers, they don't love it, but it's a means to do what they do love. So, you know, that's completely okay as well. Well, that's it. They may love what might spark joy is travel for them. Exactly. You know, their career allows them to travel. Allows them to, yes. You know, yeah. and that's the thing, like, for me, I it's funny, you know, everyone thinks I'm very much, you know, want to be out and about. I'm a big extrovert. I'm actually quite an ambivert yeah. and I love my home, which is why, you know, we're renovating because, mm. you know, we've decided this is our forever home. We yeah. will be staying here yeah. forever. But I love nothing more than, you know, curled up on the lounge with my caddies and yeah. you know, reading a book and just yeah. being, just being. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, just yeah, yeah. enjoying the moment and yeah. thinking how lucky I am to have that moment, you know, yeah. to be able to be like that. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. and I mean, if you saw me dodging around the house in my PJs, which my loungewear, you mm. know, I'm very about like the comfort and. Oh, same. You know, just being comfy. Yeah, yeah, same, very much about that as well. Going back to branding, I'm just going to ask you, what are some tips for women thinking, not necessarily even in a business context, but maybe it is, just about their own personal brand? Is that putting you on the spotlight? No, not at all. Yeah. So I would would actually say, you know, find find a brand personality, like find out your brand personality. Yeah. Because that does direct you and it gives you that permission. It is really important. And I mean, you know, personal brands, when you're employed by somebody else as well, yeah. it gives you definition and it stops it stops you going from this to this, you know, mm. throwing that spaghetti at the wall, mm. as I mentioned mm. earlier. Mm. It does give you a direct pathway. Now, as I said, there's 12 personalities. So there are personalities like the ruler. And, you know, the hero and the explorer and the rebel. So, you know, there are beautiful, wonderful personalities that, you know, you can lean into that will help you get through your business with your employment, you know, where or your career. They are really important. And it just, as I said, it just gives you that permission to be who you are. It's quite interesting. One of my clients did her personality recently and she's a, she's a bright, vibrant personality. She loves to wear black, but she's a bright, vibrant Mm -hmm. personality. And she came up as the innocent and she went, the innocent? What do you mean? I'm not innocent. Then she read it. She went, oh, it's me in a paragraph. I'm like, yes, don't necessarily look at the name, look at the meaning behind it. You know, naturally positive and optimistic, happy. That that's her. So that she can take into her life as well as her businesses. Yeah. As you're talking about that, the thing that's for me is about being really clear on what my values are and what's important to me in life. And I guess that's also part of the personality. But for me, 
I've got overarching life values. So that's to be happy, healthy, and live a rich and abundant life. Mm -hmm. And then I have in my business, my very important to me is about passion for me to be passionate about helping other people to be passionate about life, believing. So having that belief in myself, but also the belief in other people. I'm very much about helping people to get the results that they're after. Yes. So results are, are important, but integrity in all that I do is just kind of that foundational piece. And there was a, a post that I put up recently about why I said no to the perfect client. I read and I that. had perfect client in inverted yes. comments because on the, the surface, it looked like a really lucrative job. It looked great, but long story short, they were not about the results. They were about quantity. So how many could yes. I pump through a coaching program? And so they weren't about achieving any sort of, they, they didn't even mention results. And when I wanted to talk to the sponsor about it, it was just like, no, no, just talk to the admin team about when you can book in. And it's just like, okay, so there's a clash with my personal values. Yep. And it was also around that integrity. When I put in, you're the same too, we've talked about this, but yes putting our heart and soul into helping our clients to achieve their goals. So I said no to that job because it wasn't in alignment with who I was. I wouldn't have been able to sleep at night mm. knowing I was doing a job just because it was about um, dollars. So when we talk about brand personality, that's about, you know, who we are, but under that, whether it's in business or life, what's important to us. And if you can really get clear on that, that becomes your North Star and you can stay in alignment with it. Yeah. It's so funny because actually that's part of, you know, what I teach is yeah. not only brand personality, brand voice, but your purpose, your mission, yeah. values, your vision. And my values, and please excuse my cat if you can hear him howling in the background, my values are be kind, be kind to everybody. You know, my personal religion is also my value. And these are my life values. Yes. Because my my business is so entwined with yes. me yeah. as a person, you know, treat people how you like to be treated yourself. Act yeah. with integrity. Yeah. Collaborate. And I'm trying to remember them off the top of my head, but one really important one to me too is there is enough sunshine for everyone. Yes. So help yes. help others in the same industry as yeah. you, you know, because yeah, yeah. there is enough sunshine for everyone. There's, there's thousands of people out there doing what I do. Yeah, same. And, you, and, you know, yeah, we yeah. all do it differently. I mean, if someone comes to me and they're not the right fit, give it to somebody else, yeah. you know, I uh, don't take them because, you know, yeah. they've come to you, like you said, yeah. those values are so very important and to know your mission and your vision, yes. what yeah. you want in the world. And yeah. this vision goes across both of my businesses. Yeah. Well, not the bring back your fingers business, but you know, it's like the podcast is, is to, you know, help women shine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Help Same. them stand on their own two feet. Help them live a life yeah. of joy and abundance. Yeah. And abundance by abundance, I don't mean financially. I mean abundance no, yeah. in living, in happiness, in in fulfillment for them. Yes. Yeah. Feeling like they're worthy of doing the things they do. So yeah, it's it's that's and it's very as I said, it's and probably very similar for you. Our oh, it is absolutely. It's very like very much in our personal yes. life as well as our business yes. life. Yeah. And I think that is great for people to have that vision and that personal mission. Like we, we do that in our businesses as well, for those that have got businesses or careers. 
But I think in life, that's a really great thing to do is who do you want to be and how do you want to show up? And are you in alignment with that? Because I hear a lot of people in my industry that espouse a whole lot of things that they want for their clients and they're not modeling that. They're not modeling it. And they're not that that's they're incongruent and it come it speaks very loudly without the words. Yes. So it's about being, you know, what's important to you? How how do you want to show up and do life your way? Absolutely. But also about that congruency, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? You're like me. We like to sleep at night. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man, I worked. Actually, I probably shouldn't. There was somebody that I know that worked for somebody (laughs) that didn't. It was, yeah, it was hard for that person to work for (laughs) that other person because (laughs) (laughs) just trying to protect. Yes, there were some elements that I wondered how that other person slept at night. But that's me putting my judgments. I think we've all met those people. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm going through something not dissimilar on a different different part of my life, which is the cat world. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how are those people sleeping at night? Like I just don't get it. But you know what? I'm just gonna go through with my integrity. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, pay any attention to them, the things they're yeah. doing, because I know that I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. And Actually, there was something yesterday. I can't remember. Who was it? Who was it? I have so many conversations and filing cabinets in my head. I can't remember. Mm. But there was somebody telling me something yesterday about someone that was really weird. And I'm going, oh, I'm trying not to judge. But, oh, my God, I was judging about how It was just like, that's weird as. But anyway, mm. anyway, I digress. I digress. We do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, we could. We didn't even talk about the cats. Just really quickly, you crazy cat lady. You crazy cats. cat lady. Yes, yeah. actually, come here, come here, quick six. No, he's not going to come now. The one that's been howling. Oh, um, we haven't heard it. He, haven't oh, heard good it. because he's. I can hear him, and I'm like, oh, please don't let no, him. No, can't even. Hear. Yes, here we go. Come here's one. Come here. I'm gonna say hello, Piglet. This is Piglet. Piglet, the cat. What sort of cat? He's an Oriental long hair. Oriental long hair. He's very pretty. He's called. He's actually Ziggy Stardust because we got him just after David Bowie passed. But he's got a little pink nose, like a little piglet. So oh. we call him Piglet. And yeah. you show cats, don't you? you like yeah, you really yeah. are. Yeah. A crazy I'm the vice president of the National Cat Club. Like so really yeah, crazy yeah, cat I'm lady. Quite, yeah, I am the ultimate crazy <laughs> cat lady, but not in, not in. I don't. Yeah, I'm actually not the stereotypical crazy cat lady, but I am sure. the ultimate crazy cat lady. We yeah. have nine cats. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a madhouse here between. You know, we've got nine cats. My daughter, we have a duplex. My daughter and the boyfriend live downstairs. They've got my mum's cat. Oh, my mum passed in 2020. They've also got a dash hound who's a wild child. He's only a puppy. So it's a madhouse here. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like it's a beautiful madhouse, though. It sounds it like is. it is a joyful, colourful world to live in. Really Jen, is. tell us yeah, tell us where people can find you, your business. So I mainly hang out on Instagram. Yep. So you can find me at Gen B Brands. Yep, that's Gen B E Brands. Yep. Or you can find me at Bring Back Your Pink. So that, yeah. <laughs> that's my, um, you know, for like living your best life. And the Pink. podcast is Bring Back Your Pink. Yeah, and that's a new podcast. So keep your Very ears out, new, follow Jen, a, follow only Jen. Only a few weeks old. Yeah. So it's a bit, been a bit nerve-wracking getting it out there and doing the thing. But, you know, I feel like I, feel like I have a message 
to share with the world yeah. and, you know, our our mutual business coach, yeah. Tina Tower, has been yeah. nagging me. Well, not She's been gently persuading me that mm-hmm. I needed a podcast for like the two and a half years we've worked together. And sometimes it takes time, doesn't it? Like I'm, I love my podcast. I love the the pearls of wisdom that drop from all the amazing women that are all very, very different, but all very, very much the same. And it's the joy I get is being able to share, help women to share their stories. And by sharing the stories helps other women to just navigate their life. So Jen, thank you so much for today. I really oh love that. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Yes. I think we could just keep talking for another hour. We could. Yes, but we won't. Listen. No, we, <laughs> we won't. Thanks. Gorgeous. <laughs> we won't. And if anybody wants to get any more tips or anything, sign up to the Happiness Hive newsletter. So happiness-hive.com. Pop over there and just scroll down to the bottom of the page and you can sign up to the newsletter where I drop weekly tips, just little Fabu tips about being fabulous and amazing. Happiness tips. Happiness tips. We all need them. (laughs) See you, gorgeous. Hugs and happiness. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. You can spread the love by sharing it with a friend so she can have a little bit of what we had today. And don't forget to rate and review so we can get it into as many hearts and ears as possible. You can keep the conversation going on my Happiness Hive socials. And if you'd like some more high vibe happiness in your life, come and join me in our community of inspired and motivated women at the Happiness Lounge. This is my online membership club and your central hub for everything you will need to be truly happy and bounce out of bed every day living and loving your best and most beautiful life. To find out more, pop over to the Happiness Hive website and click on the link working with Catherine. Until next time, big hugs and happiness.